Recovery Radio, KMP3, Thousand Oaks. Ah, yes. I am a member of Alcoholics Anonymous. I will be your host. You can email me at sarcasticbidbook at gmail. You can follow me on Instagram sarcastic.aa.book. Always, so glad you're here with me today. Got my piping hot cup of French roast coffee. I don't know what you're drinking, or eating, or doing. I'm here. Put a little cinnamon in it for the season. I gotta tell you, it's just scratches me right where I itch. It's really taking me there. Amazing. Kind of incredible. My morning libation. So glad you're here with me. So grateful I have no desire to drink today. The Big Book of Alcoholics Anonymous says that we have a daily reprieve that's contingent on the maintenance of our spiritual condition. I bring that up on here a lot, but it, you know, I bring it up on here a lot because I talk to people every single day and A lot of people that do not understand that at all. Even after having conversation after conversation after conversation about it. Don't get it. The book is so clear on why we relapse. It's so clear. It's not vague. It's not vague. There's nothing in there that's like, you know, just do a bunch of stuff and hopefully some of it works. Or we don't really really know what it is that's keeping us sober. I've heard that so many times, but the big book's so clear on what keeps us sober. It's just being sufficiently spiritually fit on any given day. That's it. So what does that mean? What does spiritual fitness mean? It's about all I try and talk about on this show, but in a nutshell, it's not being consumed with fear and resentment, fear or resentment, or 
you know, just spiritual sicknesses described on pages 60 to 63. Playing the role of God, running the show. Having self-pity. All these things that block me from a higher power. Living in the future, living in the past, beating myself up, judging people, being impatient, being intolerant, all these things. I'm not saying that uh, these things don't occur, but those are the things that clog the pipe between me and God. So just... Enlarging my spiritual life is the most important thing in my life. Staying on this course of vigorous action that I launched on when I did my third step. Still on that course of vigorous action. Have you gotten off of that course? I'm still on the course today. Today I want to be, but I got on this course because I have to be if I want to keep this experience going. Having no desire to drink. Started another workshop. It's been so incredible. What has been happening with that? Still buzzing from it. It was days ago now, but it was still, still high from it. Something else. I have to tell you, I'm in a really, really spectacular mood. I had to re-record the intro a couple times, just the ah yes part, because I just, I was in such a, I started laughing. Because I was just so, I can't blame, can't blame it on the coffee because I've hardly had any. I've just had a couple sips, but... Woke up, extremely grateful, feel uh, a lot of connectivity with people, so many people, and uh, to me that goes hand in hand with feeling close to God, but that's just me. So today, I thought we would talk about... Steely Dan. I'm just kidding. Today, I thought we would talk about... I'm going to read something from a couple books. I'm going to read something from this book that I love called Emmett Fox Around the Year. And then I'm going to read something that's in the book Alcoholics Anonymous that ties in with it and talk about it a little bit. And this is from... 22nd of October, although it's not that day today, but sometimes I'll read one of these and I'll decide I'm going to talk about that on the, on the podcast. So it's called uh, Capitalize Your Disability. You ready for this? Success consists in the overcoming of difficulties. All men and women 
who have made a success of any kind have done so by overcoming difficulties. There was a time when laying a telegraph line from New York to Boston presented many difficulties. Then there was a time when doing that was easy, but laying the Atlantic cable presented difficulties. Later on, marine cable laying became a routine business, but radio across the ocean presented problems that for a time were insuperable. If you have a personal disability that seems to keep you from success, do not accept it as such, but capitalize on it and use it as an instrument for your success. H.G. Wells had to give up a dull, underpaid job because of ill health, so he stayed home and wrote successful books and became a world-known author instead. Edison was stone deaf and decided that this would enable him to concentrate better on his inventions. Theodore Roosevelt was a sickly child, very short-sighted and nervous. However, he worked hard to develop his body and became, as we know, a strong, husky, open-air man and big game hunter. The owner of a fashionable dress business in London was the wife of a struggling clerk who was stricken with tuberculosis. She had never been in business and had no training and found herself having to support a husband and two children. She started with nothing but good taste in clothes and a belief in prayer. Problems are signposts on the road to God. Problems are signposts on the road to God. We'll get back to that in a second, but now I want to read something from the big book. And top page 133, first sentence. We are sure God wants us to be happy, joyous, and free. We cannot subscribe to the belief that this life is a veil of tears, though it once was just that for many of us. But it's clear we made our own misery. God didn't do it. Avoid, then, the deliberate manufacture of misery. But if trouble comes, cheerfully capitalize it as an opportunity to demonstrate his omnipotence. So... That is an amazing thing to talk about, in my view, because that's so central to why I'm having the experience I'm having. That's it. I mean, that's just such a big part of it. Because that's what I've been able to do in my life as a result of following the directions that are in the big book to the best of my ability every day. Living this way of life every day. I'll give you a couple examples. Years ago, my dad abandoned me. 
So what I've done with that is very purposeful. I use that as a barometer of, or for how to treat people. I'm more there for people than I ever was before because of that. Because I say, well, I don't want anybody to feel that way. So whatever the opposite of this is, you know, use it to be more present and more there and more loving and more available for people. Whereas I could have said, poor me, this is terrible. I never talk about it. I mean, there's my close friends know about it and talked about it with them, but but I don't, that hasn't become something that has, um, I've capitalized that disability. I've tried to use that as something um, positive for everyone else. I'm getting sober as an example of that. It's a terrible thing that happened, seemingly. I tried to turn it, turn, turn that into the best thing that ever happened. The desire to drink returning when I was about a year sober. I mean, the fact that the desire to drink returned and stayed with me and it was just torture. That was just torture. That was hell on earth. And that is part of why I'm sitting here talking right now. That experience is why the workshop's going on. It's why I'm so passionate, in part, about Alcoholics Anonymous. It's why I spend the time that I spend. Um, doing what I do. Because of that. It's not something that um, I sit in the corner and curled up and I'm afraid of and tripping out on whether or not it's going to come back. I just, I've been able to use that as something beneficial for other people and for me. Well, it's all hand in hand, but you know, most recently, I mean, there's a ton of examples of this ton of examples of this They're terrible painful things that have happened that I've been able to with God turn into beautiful things in my life today a year ago I had a stroke what has happened as a result of that how have I capitalized that well, I, I didn't exercise before that happened. Hardly ever. I ate terribly. For years, I was a smoker and I vaped. And there's a lot more. But all of that has changed. All of it. As you know, I 
because I've shared it on here. I, I run two miles a day, six days a week. I change my whole lifestyle, everything about what I do. I've changed everything for the better. It's just, it's, I don't relate to the person. I really don't. I don't relate to so much of who I was before that happened because I've just, I've used it as an opportunity to demonstrate God's power. Now I'm in probably the best shape that I've ever been in and loving doing it. doesn't feel like a punishment or something I'm enduring. I love it. I love it. It's just, I've changed, brought God into it as I understand God and I've changed and it's made, it's, it's, it's become something beautiful. So aside from all that and so much more where, you know, just having a totally different experience in life with these things and using these things to be helpful. Cheerfully using these things to be helpful, not believe me, it's not a burden. It's not, it's become something that just happens now. That's just how the thinking goes now. God is in everything. All problems, all trouble are signposts leading to God. I really see that. What a beautiful sentence. But aside from all that, it really removes so much fear and worry about anything that could happen because it just makes it all easier. just feel my higher power more and more. So it's really incredible. But I love that sentence, you know, all problems are signposts to God. They're all, you know, for years I ran a treatment center and, um, People would come in and they'd get a resentment at somebody. And this is what we talk about. This is a signpost to God. This is an opportunity for you to rise. This is an opportunity for you, for you to learn to practice spiritual principles. How do you solve this spiritually? Because let's say the person that they're mad at or resentful at or having a problem with, let's say their name is like, you know, I don't know, Fred. Well, when you leave, there's going to be another Fred. There's always going to be a Fred. There'll be another guy named, he'll have a different name, but it'll be Fred again. So opportunity to grow closer to God. Everything is an opportunity to grow closer to God. Everything. Pretty cool. So I wanted to share about that because, you know, are you afraid of things happening? Or is this something that 
integrate or started to or have down or think about or don't think about. Yeah. It's really amazing that we're here. It really is. It's really amazing. Yeah, there it is. Time to fold up the cupcake stand, as it were, for the day. I got stuff to do. Can't sit here all day. I'm a busy person. I got uh, I got an interview with GoPro. They want to um, hook a GoPro up to my body when I run laps in the morning and just sort of keep it focused right on my face. And um, there's people that want to see that. So I got to go talk to them about that. We got our pumpkins the other day, and um, they're just looking at me, ready to be carved. They're just ready. It's really funny. Every single year, uh, my wife and I carve pumpkins on Halloween and cook up the seeds and then celebrate Halloween. But every single year, we um, I always think, you know, I'm going to do something really different this year with my pumpkin. You know, I'm going to really think outside the box and really kind of make a face I've never made. And I, I swear, if I look at pictures of the pumpkin every year, it's the same face over and over and over again. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah, it's this, it's this uh, same, same pumpkin face, same jack-o'-lantern. So I'm going to make the same jack-o'-lantern, I'm sure, that I always do this year. I'm excited about it. Yeah. So I want to give a shout-out to um, there's so many people I want to give a shout out to give a shout out to uh, the Black Rhinos Happy Joyous and Three Sober Gratitude podcast anonymous podcast podcast greater than yourself I want to give a special shout out today to my friend John Barleycorn is going to be a dad. And um, he's going to be a good dad. He's going to be an amazing dad. Every time I know somebody who's an amazing dad, it makes me feel better about the whole world. Somebody is going to be a great dad. So special shout out to uh, John Barleycorn and... Uh, I'll say it, and uh, everything's okay. Everything is okay. Stephanie, I know everything's okay. Give a special shout-out to Stephanie as well. And hi, Dave. My dear friend, Dave. Love you so much. So that's it. I'm out of here. I'm gonna go run the GoPro in my face. Follow me on uh, Beachbot29. 
29s because that's how that's how old I look. today is going to be awesome. See what I can pack into the stream of life. And on that note, I am going to go try to live a life that was worth saving. And I hope you'll do the same.